guys and welcome back to our podcast Muslim Girl in America. My name is Raida and my name is Lama and today we have a very special episode because it is our season finale and we're Woo-hoo! actually going to do an editor's note and we're going to talk about the journey with the podcast, how Raida and I met and just a couple other things that we faced while doing season 1. I think this is a great time for me and Lama to talk about how we met. Um wait, Lama, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can dive right into okay, it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, Raida and I met online. I know, surprising, surprising. So, uh, how does a girl in Kentucky meet a girl in Wisconsin? <laughs> Some of y'all might be thinking. Well, TikTok. <laughs> so, around I think the end of February, Um, I was making some TikTok friends. Reda was making some TikTok friends. And for those of you that don't know Reda personally, this girl is extremely social. Okay. So she ended up reaching out to a bunch of TikTokers that she was friends with and she made a group chat on Instagram just for TikTokers. And one of the people in that group chat ended up being one of my TikTok friends and then he asked for me to get added into the group chat. And after I got added, that's when I met Reda and a bunch of other people and we kind of just clicked, right? Like Yeah. It's kind of just like a friendship from the beginning. We like started talking. At the beginning it was kind of like we both knew we were both Arabs and by the way the group chat was mainly like Daisies. Mainly, <laughs> so, yep. Literally all <laughs> Daisies. So when he suggested me Lemma, so the point being I started the group chat is like I've been wanting to start a group chat with like a bunch of TikTokers that I've met throughout and I want to be like a cool group chat because I've been in many group chats that are horrible. I can I have many stories I can tell you about. <laughs> horrible group chats I've experienced mm-hmm. so um one of our friends Omar who was also featured in this podcast um has told me about Lama and he was like oh Reda because there's so many daisies you should add her she's really cool and I was like oh my god let me check her out so I checked out her tick I actually checked out your TikTok Lama I didn't and, know that. yeah I actually yeah I did check out your TikTok and I checked out a few of your videos one of the mm-hmm. videos um if I remember it was you talking about the lab you were talking about the lab I told you about this I was like you told me yeah I've seen you at the lab video before on my tiktok and i just mm-hmm. got jealous i was like this girl's good at everything so i added her in and then within that group chat there was like an app called um clubhouse, clubhouse where it's like basically house party where people join in without like cameras and we just get to like join mm-hmm. it's just voices TikTok. yeah just like voices and there was like a lot of things that been happening throughout the end of february and like throughout march that me and lema kind of like saw and we just like talked about it and then no I because re- guys guys listen <laughs> i i felt at first i was like these people are so cool like i don't belong in this group chat i don't know if i ever told you about this way then but i truly was like i don't think i belong in this group chat like these people are too cool for me they all seem like they know each other and so like i kind of felt awkward at first but everyone was so inviting so nice and then Raida would be like guys like everyone join clubhouse right now and so at first i had no idea what clubhouse even was and then i ended up downloading the app and then she dm'd me and she was like oh like what's your phone number like i'll add you cuz you need someone to add you and so we hopped on a call the first time and it was just with like Raida and a couple of our other friends and i barely spoke to be honest i remember the first one i barely spoke but Raida was like making a bunch of jokes and i was like i love this girl's personality so after that night I texted her. You gave me uh wait, let me talk about that text because <laughs> Lama texts me at the end of the night. I don't I forgot what we were talking about, but I think we were just talking about a bunch of like random topics random, just to get yeah. to know to know each other. And Lama texted me this uh this like 
like little cute paragraph and she was like hey I just want to say that like you're just like an amazing person and all of that and I want to say like I love you so much and I was just kind of like when I read that I by the way I was like in a very like what what zone I was at I was kind of upset not with the group mm-hmm. trying thing I was having my own shit and so mm-hmm. like when Lemma sent me that text I read that and I was like so I genuinely was like I was like Lemma I'm about to cry because I was literally oh, genuinely about to cry yeah. so I I <laughs> I still have that text until now. Lemma knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yep. with, and then within that um, text, me and Lemma just kind of started to get to know each other better. Like I felt really comfortable around you just because like you're another Adam. I feel like Adam's like just, mm-hmm. there's just something about Adam's that like I click with yeah. more. <laughs> Shared struggles. <laughs> being a woman. And a, uh, by the way, I wasn't a hijabi at that time, but being a woman. That's another thing. Yeah. And that, that was another thing. I was like, this girl is so confident because it was literally like a Wednesday. And she was like, I'm going to start wearing the hijab. And she went to work and we were all like, how was work? Like, did your coworkers say anything? Like, I was like, damn, I love her confidence. <laughs> it was so random. But I just remember, like, you were being completely supportive about it. And I was just kind of really mm-hmm. happy because I was like, I'm so glad that I met this woman. And, like, how mm-hmm. me and Nema decided, how me and Nema got really close. Again, online friends, there was kind of, like, this closeness that, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, I can't describe how it feels. But it's, like, really great mm-hmm. because, like, you don't it's crazy that I don't see her in real life at all but I got a connection with her just online instantly yeah and and like another thing I was gonna say is like I think another thing that like really made our friendship closer was FaceTiming because we used to do clubhouse and then one day I was like I'm sick of this do you guys want FaceTime (laughs) so we ended up FaceTiming and like through that we would literally like when I knew that our our friendship past just the tiktok friendship was when we would facetime about things in our life and we'd be like hey this just happened to me or like lemma guess what just happened and that's when i'm like okay wait now we're like this is becoming a true friendship not just the online when you, you start know? to open up with the other person you become vulnerable and they give the same energy back back exactly it's it. like two-way street definitely lemma you've been a lot you've been with <laughs> through a lot we've been through a lot together <laughs> guys the group chat is like the best thing and to be honest i'm so i'm so happy that like right now guys it's literally august and the group chat is still going it's i don't still know alive. i can't describe how it is but like it's like because you picked good people to add mashallah I'm, I'm not even joking with you like they we all come from different cultures and backgrounds and mostly like daisies and adams but like mm-hmm. that their iman is so strong and like this group chat isn't just like islamic they're just like islamic and just kind of going through like our own things and just this group chat is a way to cope and just kind of like you know just talk about life and make mm-hmm. jokes <laughs> we have real. a lot of funny jokes and it's like we're all just on kind of the same page like with like how we view things in life like religion all that I feel like that helps like people aren't just there to like fool around or like flirt or like you know it's like actually genuine friendships and like we care about each other we've been past finals week of you know throughout our college Ramadan, Ramadan, Eid, like like guys like Ramadan I can't can't describe Ramadan because I was like oh my god the Gucha will die on Ramadan because nobody looks for real because we were all gonna like just kind of leave social media but the group chat stayed alive like it was we were fa- me and Lemma were FaceTiming to rock Ramadan like, every single night. We were on FaceTime. <laughs> Guys, don't ask us what topics we were talking about. I don't For remember. We were just talking about. <laughs> we were just talking Crack about random stuff. Lemma would FaceTime me throughout, like her going to the masjid. And, like, I'd be like, I just got back from Tarawee. <laughs> um, and then um, how? Uh, so Let's talk about how we met in person. Oh yeah, so yeah, I wanted to bring up the topic of my my friend from Wisconsin. Her name is Dia. Mm. I introduced Lema to Dia, 
And mm-hmm. Dia's like, uh, she's also featured in this podcast, like the first episode. First but episode, she's like, a, yeah. she's a really good friend of mine that like we got really close. Our MSA community here is not that much, what can I describe, like a very welcoming one. And so she was like the only people that I've met that like genuinely have the exact same like interests and the same kind of values that I go for. And so when, when me and Dia got close, I introduced her to Nema. And then we all started FaceTiming. So like we all started FaceTiming every single day throughout Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So Nema tells us one day that she is going on a trip to Chicago. What, uh, what were you going for? Uh, someone's wedding? My Yeah. So, okay. I have cousins that live in South Bend, Indiana, which is literally like two hours away from Chicago. And my cousin was getting married in Chicago. So we were going to be there for like a week almost. And there was, there was going to be a day where we weren't, we didn't have anything planned to do. So I was like, this would be the perfect opportunity for us to meet up because they live in Wisconsin. I'm going to be in South Bend. Like we can meet in Chicago, like perfect middle ground. Um, so Lema tells us that she was like, guys, I think I can make a day in Chicago. And then me and Dia, we're, we're all on FaceTime call. And Dia was like, I think we can drive to Chicago. Um, <laughs> Newsflash, <laughs> we did not meet in Chicago. We met in we Milwaukee, though. In <laughs> we yeah. met in Milwaukee, though. We were so last minute, Which- like honestly it was still really fun like you might think Milwaukee's boring but it's actually not it was pretty fun we went to a very uh we went to like a fair like fair um there was a fair that was happening throughout the Milwaukee area that we went to oh the um yeah 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 it was was like um um, like a marketplace um bazaar kind of thing yeah it was like people were coming in to try different foods and there was just like a lot of people who it was were showing, really like, cool it was so nice and, and there like, was like the river walk and we went to this really nice actually it was really good food that um the out of Arabic food yeah that was pretty good too so it was like a Mediterranean yeah <laughs> I met Lena's sisters throughout that um, yeah and journey. that's another thing too I feel like when you meet not just me but like my family that's like such a deep level of friendship you know Wait. and like my mom knew about Reda because every time we're on FaceTime I'd be like I'm on with Reda and Dia so she's like again like <laughs> I never told my mom how I met Lena through TikTok <laughs> I remember telling her I was just like yeah she's just a friend I met throughout a competition because <laughs> it's weird to like tell them about on TikTok there's just kind of like mm-hmm. out of all social medias you met on TikTok, TikTok so I was like yeah, yeah there's another mm-hmm. third competition but no and let me t- I will say yeah go ahead no I was about to say um how our first impression when we met each other but you can go ahead because yes. if you have something before that okay yeah before first impressions I want to say like we so we had FaceTime so much that meeting up in person honestly just felt like another like another day with Reza. you know it didn't feel like this is so weird like I'm so nervous I'm about to meet this online friend like no like I feel like I knew this girl so well that by the time we met up in person it was literally just like normal like it was like a normal person that I've known for like years when me and Zia walked into the restaurant so we all decided to meet up at a restaurant um we were late we were <laughs> They came so, guys, I'm the one that was coming from a different state, and they were late. She drove how many hours? Five, six, seven, whatever hours she drove. She came in earlier than us, and we live an hour away from Milwaukee. Literally, like, what does that tell y'all? <laughs> Out of timing. But anyways, when I walked into the um, restaurant and I saw Lemma, first impressions are this woman is exactly who she was. When you meet someone for online for the first time, for me, it's like, you don't know what to ex- 
respect. Definitely. Like you, mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, oh my god, is Nema gonna be the same thing as FaceTime, or is she gonna be more like I don't know, energetic, awkward, or weird? Or awkward. Like you don't know. And like I made her two sisters. I was like, okay, so this is a whole family reunion I'm going to. <laughs> I don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. And so when I went to the restaurant, I saw her. Mashallah. The first thing I told you, Nema, and I'm still gonna say in this podcast is. She is 10 times beautiful in person than when she was online. Like, You're I'm not so even joking sweet. with you. She's beautiful online, but like in person. By the way, Nema is 5'7", but me and Nema are exactly the same height. Do not tell <laughs> not people that exactly. it's different. Not exactly. Do not. Do not. Because I swear to God, I was like, this girl is pretty. But why does she, does she say she's 5'7"? Guys, next time we hang out, me and Raida, we're going to bring a measuring tape. <laughs> she was like, guys, I'm 5'7". I was like, I'm 5'6". And then she Maybe I'm 5'6 was- and a half. And a half you really want to be more taller than me but no I like went to them and I gave her like the hugest hug and then we just like talked about our first impression like it wasn't awkward the conversation we had not at all literally but there were times where we were just kind of like look at each other and be like wow like we did that it's so weird being an online friend I think you're like the first yeah. online friend that I actually seriously met mm-hmm. that like yeah, I did me too like, I actually, like, you're the first one, I'm pretty sure. I know so many mm. people online, but I never, like, met, met them. them. Also, For it's real. because I'm from Wisconsin. Like, who the hell's going to come to Wisconsin? To <laughs> For real. I'm not Man, trying to yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, um, okay, my first impression, same thing. Like, I felt so oh. comfortable with Reda and Dia. I felt like, again, like, it was just, like, another FaceTime call. The conversation flowed so well. It wasn't awkward. We took so many pictures. Um again so beautiful too okay <laughs> no but alhamdulillah and like I think even if we okay I think meeting up in person like not that we needed it but it was kind of just another step to make our friendship deeper to be like okay this person truly is the person that they represent online and like it was just nice like being able to see you in person yeah like you don't know a person in real life when you meet someone online you don't know how they act like in real life when I mm-hmm. saw Lama exactly acting like how she was online it gives me that reassurance it's like if I was with her in real life in any type of situation I know how she's gonna act like because of what I knew mm-hmm. online Same and she is that me. type yeah. of person yeah, yeah, yeah um what I was about to say though um what is your first impression of me tell tell the audience like not beautiful and everything just tell me my characteristics <laughs> okay <laughs> so for you guys that don't know Raida is a year younger than me okay but oh, this yeah. girl is definitely the mom friend like she likes to take control like my sister was wearing her jacket and she's like take off your jacket why are you wearing your jacket in the restaurant <laughs> not in like a mean way, in, no, like, no, a no. way. yeah but um and like yeah so she's definitely like the mom friend and like I think that kind of does translate like we, I always used to call you like your mom because like because like when we're on FaceTime you're or whatever, Libyan like, mom. Has, my TikTok you're is Libyan literally, you're mom, Libyan mom. Literally. Yeah, like literally. Um, and like she has a bunch of younger siblings. So like it's very fitting for her personality. She's the oldest daughter in an immigrant household. So it makes sense the way she acts. But I just thought that was really funny. Like definitely the mom friend of the group. Um, yeah. And even uh, though she's younger than me, I literally go to this girl for advice about like things and like not that like you can't go to someone younger than you, but like she's very, very mature for her age, mashallah. Yeah. God. Okay, let me talk about you, girl. <laughs> okay. Basically, my best thing, a uh, best quality about Nema that I haven't seen in a person like in a while, to be honest, ever since like COVID or even before that, is that Lema sticks to her word. 
I don't know. I don't know if you guys have those type of friends that like you just they say one thing and you just kind of don't see the. She's not a hypocrite. That's all I gotta say. And Lemma is very nice person. Like generally, by being nice, it's not like just like a compliment, but it's actually like a value that she sticks up to. She's nice. She knows how to treat people with generosity, no matter if they did them wrong or dirty. Lemma still has that like kind of expectation that you're a good person and it's just kind of like I learned a lot from that and like Nema knows this but like I've learned a lot from that kind of quality because I needed that quality for myself to be able to handle my own types of situations my personal mm-hmm. life but mm-hmm. no like mashallah Lema is not only pretty and intelligent herself but Lema has a qualities that like mashallah i praise her family for like you know teaching her well girl you're and so sweet like i'm i this is not just like a compliment but this is about i still like stick by it. it's like you know yourself and you know what you want and people that you journey and all you know when to say no you know to say yes mm-hmm. but you still have that generosity and still like wanting to give back which is Okay, we're about to make this a hype up episode because I could go on and on about everything I love about Aida. <laughs> yes, but let's go on how we started this podcast. So yes. um, I think you should take this. You should start with this one. So mm-hmm. I was going through. So I've been wanting. I don't know why, but I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while now. I actually started Muslim Girl in America around. I would say in January and within like February like the beginning of February Lemma knows about this but um I keep saying Lemma knows about this like no you really know everything but like (laughs) I want to start a podcast and the reason why I want to start a podcast the beginning of it was to talk about my personal experience as like a Libyan woman and the young generation how it's been like I live in a white state Lemma lives in a white state and we both kind of know the struggles of being kind of the only the, the one odd one in the room when you go through like restaurants and all that so like it's kind of the way to express my emotions and feelings towards it also I have a lot of questions to myself like how do we deal with this type of situation how do I go on with this type of you know person and how do I do that so I started this podcast mainly to talk about Islamic values and hopefully I become better with my dean as well and maybe you guys too who are also struggling I know for a fact that many girls aren't represented a lot during podcasts generally not just speaking of like the Muslim podcast I'm just talking generally there's mm-hmm. not a lot of women who make podcasts mm-hmm. so I feel like for me as a Libyan girl and Libyans be- not being represented that often people don't even know what Libyans are so like I mm-hmm. I wanted this podcast to be successful and inshallah it will be successful but I'm saying like this podcast mm-hmm. was definitely a deep meaning to me because as a Libyan girl who is an immigrant who came here not too long ago, I want to start something that I can call my own. And I wanted to start something called Muslim Girl in America just to show my own value. But that ha- that's how I started. I never posted an episode yet because I was just struggling to find kind of the guidance of like what to post. Mm-hmm. And then I met Lemma. Within meeting Lemma, I've seen so many great qualities about her. And it kind of gave me the motivation within the summer, this this summer to like start a podcast, this restart the podcast again. And I was just talking to it with Lemma. I was like, Lemma, I kind of want to start my podcast. And I actually want to start posting episodes. And Lemma was just kind of like being really supportive about it. She was like, great, if you need any help, like I'm here for you. And I was like, do you want to just host with me? Like, <laughs> I was I, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, girl, I already like know everything about you. And I know you're going to bring oh, a lot yeah. of great things to the top, uh, to the table. And like me and Lemma have that same type of, we have the same mindset, mindset. but different, mm-hmm. but different ways to the, 
how can I say this? Like we both have values on like how to do things, but Lemma has a way of different perspective. Perspective. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, how do I describe this? But um, Lemma was being very supportive. Like even though she like at the beginning she wasn't in my podcast like officially. When I saw how she put she put it supportive as she was in this podcast I like uh I was like girl you want to be my co-host and she was like yes of course and then within that we both started to talk about different topics we want to talk about we made a whole list then it was so supportive and to be honest I would have not done this podcast without her this woman just amazing and I feel like she's like my ride or die shorty right now because she's literally like like you guys can't see this but I'm smiling so wide right now like I'm so gassed <laughs> Lemma, don't take the compliments like, seriously now chillax it's going to my head <laughs> okay but let me talk about your kind of yeah experience yeah okay so actually I I also was super into the podcast world and like I would listen to podcasts and I wanted to start my own but I had no idea how to start it. Like I had no idea how, what went into filming it, editing it, how to post it, Spotify, all that stuff. And so there was a couple of friends that I would like to talk to. Like this was pre-COVID where I'd be like, oh my God, I want to start a podcast. Like, would you want to do it? And like, it was just empty promises. People would be like, yeah, that sounds cool. And then like, no one would follow through with it. Then when Reda was talking about her podcast, I was like, girl, do it. Like I've been wanting to do one, but I never knew how to do it. And you already have everything set up, like do it. And I was like, like she said, like so supportive of it. So when she asked me to be the co-host, I was like, heck yeah, like this is awesome. And so once I got added to it and like we became like the duo and we started like brainstorming, I just got so excited because like we both had the same mindset, same vision of where we wanted the podcast to go. And, you know, even though like Reda's doing it for her own reasons, I'm doing it for my own reasons. At the end of the day, like we had the same vision and we, we both wanted a platform for Muslim girls to be able to like feel comfortable to listen and be represented. Yeah um so I was just like super stoked to be a part of it and I think it's only up from here like the first season was so fun to film we're so excited for season two we have so much planned inshallah um well I was about to say working with a with a duo on a podcast and hosts Mm -hmm. I would say I'm lucky to have Lana because usually how duos work it's like when you go through a tough situation which we have been through so many tough situations a lot (laughs) yeah we are very un- we're we're both very understanding of each other's opinions it's mm-hmm. not just like I felt um if she says no that I just be like okay like like if no why and then I'm like okay yeah we take that why and we kind of make it into something else um, we have a dialogue like we discuss like maybe and then the, the thing I like a lot is like let's say I suggest something like we'll sleep on it and then the next day later would be like oh wait actually maybe that is a good idea or like maybe we could do this but in this way so like it really it's it's a different perspective and it's like someone that you can bounce ideas off of so it just makes our creativity so much yeah more. instead of arguing we just take it into evaluation and then yeah we take it into yeah, i think we work really well together too because like there's there's people that you can work with and like it won't work out you know just the dynamic isn't there or if like you know like you could be really yeah. good friends with someone but you just are not able to work with them so it just, I think, alhamdulillah, it really did work out with us and like how our mindsets are in our communication with each other. Um, I want to bring this up to how the podcast began. So Lama mm-hmm. here, you want to talk about your position within that podcast or do you want me to yeah. go ahead? So all the Instagram stuff that you see, that's me. Um, I basically, I try to help Reda out with like reaching out to guests. I make the little bios that you read, um, all the posts, all the stories. Um, for the most part, I do like the media stuff. I do the 
the I editing, did the editing, which is a big headache. <laughs> I I can not say enough. I love editing it, but at the same time, it's literally the most massive headaches that I've been through. Guys, she kills it. Like she, <laughs> on top of this podcast, has a million other things that she's doing this summer, but still, we'll get the episode done the day we need it. And by the way. I feel like the best way I can describe it is it's like a treadmill. Like we, we film the episode and then she needs to edit it and then we post it. And then like, it's already Thursday of next week and we're like, oh shoot, we need the next episode. So it's like, if you can't run fast enough on this treadmill, you're going to end up tumbling and falling off. And it's like, we, we have to meet up with that deadline. If we don't, I feel mm-hmm. like we're just, it's just like, we both leave off of it, that kind of disappointment. So like, that's why mm-hmm. we want the qual- the quality over quantity. So like, even if the podcast what can I say? I want the topics to be good, but if it's, so if it's not going to meet up with that deadline, we know that like, there is a good reason for it because we Mm -hmm. want the podcast topic to be good. Um, but what about to say, Lema doesn't only do like the marketing. I mean, yeah, she does do the marketing stuff, but Lema also is in charge of our website, which again, Lema's ideas are so, so, so great with the marketing system. So I just kind of give it to her. I was like, girl, just do what you got to do. I was a marketing major and like with- (laughs) You're like, screw it. (laughs) I'm like, the only thing I did with the marketing is I made a logo. Like I had the logo in mind, Mm -hmm. but like anything else, it was literally Lema's idea. She's really good at like writing the bios and like describing the episode perfectly of how I want it to be described. Um, but yeah, I do the editing and then I do like kind of the, the meetings. Lemma is mostly in charge with me regarding like getting the guests and making sure they come on time, making sure mm-hmm. the episode is not too long. Um, mm-hmm. we, as you can see in the, our podcast, we had part one and part two, just because we think that the topic is too good to just not cut, like try to cut it off. So mm-hmm. that's why we want to do a part one, part two. Um, but within that podcast, I think there's a lot of struggles that come with it that you guys do not behind see. the scenes. Yeah. So much struggles uh, for my editing experience. I can just talk about so many things. Um, but when let's start th- with like, let's start with like how an episode is formed. So we will sit down together and brainstorm once we have an idea and who whatever guests we want that fit that idea we will reach out to them. Then you wait for a response and try to find a time that works for everyone to hop on a Zoom call and film it. So like, that's the first step. One of the biggest struggles regarding the timing was our fourth, uh, wait, fourth episode? Fourth and fifth, yeah. Fourth and fifth episode out of TikTok. We were (laughs) all in different time zones. (laughs) The most struggle was having Maria come in because she was in Germany. lives in Germany. (laughs) And she was how many hours? eight hours before or eight nine hours so like this girl like if it was like night for me it was morning for her and I was kind of like so honestly props to her shout out to her for making it work honestly Maria thank you (laughs) she still wants to be a part of our podcast which is great yeah so awesome and then like even me and Reda were in different time zones so I'm an hour ahead so like sometimes we'll be like okay let's call at five o'clock and then it's like oh wait five o'clock for her which is six o'clock for me and like so figuring out the time zones is honestly sometimes a bit tough, but we made it happen. Getting people to be on our podcast, and I want to kind of elaborate on that. It's like, I've gotten a lot, when I started the podcast, I've gotten a lot of requests from a lot of people wanting to be on my podcast. And I want to say for everybody who's listening, who, who still, who has DM me regarding it, it's not that I don't want you to be in that podcast, is that- Yeah, we want personalized- person who, yeah topics like when I had the topic regarding um the hijab the hijab like wearing the hijab and how it how it feels like and all but first I had a really good friend of, of ours Dia because 
first of all, we didn't know her personally, but like the thing is she was wearing it for so long that I, that she felt comfortable sharing it. I feel like the podcast, there's not a lot of people who want to open up about their past or they don't want to open up about what's going on. Struggles, trauma anything so Dia was a great example of like having her in and then I wanted someone who just started wearing a hijab I've dm so many women <laughs> to be on my podcast um of course I had one amazing one her name's Aya she was in our podcast number two and our episode number two she uh, was amazing I've known her for for a while too it's it's like it's not just because like I know you but it's like because I know you it gives it that type of like plus one uh, a point one because like mm-hmm. I already know you I already know what you're like I know how you're going to be like in the podcast because when you have the guest into the podcast yes we have questions to ask them but you don't know what they're gonna say honestly mm-hmm. I I told this to Lemo like long ago that's okay, another sorry. thing to talk about yeah you truly like okay two there's two things you don't know what they're gonna say and you don't know how the different guests are gonna interact so we had two episodes where we had multiple guests in one call so we wanted to pick out people that we knew would have a good dynamic but again like you don't know until the day you're filming and like alhamdulillah it worked out for both both groups of people um but that's definitely something we have to consider like let's say we have a topic and we have two people in mind but will those two people be compatible will they like you know like will it be an awkward conversation or will it be a good conversation between them so that's another thing we have to keep in mind the guests we had were for episode number three and four and five episode mm-hmm. number three had Omar and Omar and I mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they've known yeah they have known each other but we just didn't I, I yeah briefly and I didn't know that so when I had them both come in I knew they were both in pre-med but again pre-med people are all different like you don't yeah. you don't know anything but mm-hmm. what I liked about them is that they both have the similarity of like doesn't matter if you're for that topic I appreciate it a lot is that they appreciate the student's success it's like doesn't matter if you do well or bad just keep trying mm-hmm. and that's how you mm-hmm. be successful and Omar yeah. and Omar I never I told them I never thought that we were going to be an amazing dynamic but they were like my so good favorite they were on so that good. like even yeah. editing it editing it out I'd had zero problems with that podcast for real was, yeah like we got that one out so quick it went so quick it went so smooth and the mm-hmm. questions they've answered every single question it was just, Perfect. it was just a great experience. Like I, that was my favorite. And then with Medium and Fethi, I didn't know they didn't know each other. Like yeah. they're both from but TikTok. They also, uh-huh. they also oh. worked out well because honestly, I was laughing the entire episode. Like it was, it was really fun. I knew Medium jokes and Fethi jokes. I was like, okay, so I think they're both pretty good. Like I, mm-hmm. making it, the podcast a little bit funny and just kind of joking. But like when they got serious, they both kind of got deep with it. Definitely. And like being in that type of um, being a creator on TikTok, they talked about a lot of great values when I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. I love, I love how, what they are saying right now. You just don't know what they're going to say, but mm-hmm. when, whatever True. that comes out of their mouth, I'm like, like, yeah, it's like, I didn't know you to say this, but that actually a great topic, like that a great good. way yeah. to like tell the audience something, give them advice and give them reassurance that like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like whatever topic it is, it's like, and I will say. Yourself. And I will say for them, like, even though they hadn't met before, but the, like, it didn't feel awkward at all. Like, they were so open. They, they were, like, you know, super chill. Like, they, like, wanted to meet each other. And, like, it wasn't awkward or anything. So that really did work out in our yeah. favor. But, again, with, like, the whole guest thing, there is a lot that goes down with picking up guests. I can, <laughs> I can vouch uh-huh. for that. 
first we have to figure out a topic. Then we have to make a list of people that would actually fit into it or have like that type of contact that they represent. And then we have to make sure that they are able to do this podcast with us. Cause again, like timing and making sure that they are able to come to the, to the meetings is very important. If they're not able to do it, then we have to, again, if that topic does not work out and if we have to do it at another time, we have to postpone, mm-hmm. figure out a new topic, guess all that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, that's kind of the, the main struggles of this podcast. The thing that I, I like to do with our Instagram is we typically post a video of like, just a sneak peek clip of what to expect for the episode. So sometimes that's tough because we have so many good parts of the episode that we want to post or like, you you know, like which one is going to grab people's attention. So that's kind of been tough sometimes just like watching through the whole thing again and like picking out a specific scene. Um, but overall, I think it's been, you know, it's been good. Yeah. For I our think mainly just first. editing. <sighs> The struggles of editing. That is- sigh. Did you guys hear that sigh? <laughs> the struggle. I love editing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my. I love what I'm doing right now. I love the whole editing process. But the 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 most horrible part about editing is that you have to repeat the audio over and over and over and over. Right. I can remember. I memorize the whole thing. Like, don't <laughs> ask me what the lines are. I already know. Never be 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 like, oh, Lady, do you remember this one part? I'm like, yep, it's this section right here. <laughs> Just go do for real. And to give you guys some perspective, okay, so um, I was going to edit the last episode we posted because, you know, I was like, you know, can you just take over for this one? I spent an hour editing 17 minutes. This girl FaceTimes me after an hour of me editing and she's like, are you still editing? Like I edited the whole thing. And I was like, girl, I'm only 17 minutes in. So she really does really good at editing. And Another thing is that you guys don't know is like obviously behind the scenes, like, okay, so we're both working. Gaida works Fridays. So after she gets off work, she has to come home, make sure the episode is completely ready. Then I have to write the description, have all the Instagram posts ready. Then we post it. So it's like, it really is just kind of like a cycle of like being on top of things and like having it ready. So we're, we have the episode out to you guys in time, you know? So there's a lot that goes into it, but it's definitely worth it. It just shows that we're both very ambitious ambitious about this podcast because Lemma, you had your medical like applications doing and then you had your job and then you had to do like uh, you were traveling too. Like you had a lot of plans (laughs) for the summer. So like having those and like being able to attend like the Zoom meeting and coming with me on Friday to like do the podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. crazy for that for me let's yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> no you're fine but for me I had like an internship that I was doing and then mm-hmm. I had my regular job and then I had two summer courses and then I was just kind of the basically- pharmacy test that you were studying for God. a bunch of stuff yeah and I was gonna say let's talk about the randomest places we filmed an episode because Remember the the Fatih and Mariam episode? You had people walking by. I'm still in that same area, but just a different like angle. But yeah, like <laughs> nobody knows the struggles of like Zoom meetings because like I wish I can say like we all come home and do the Zoom meetings, but again, home is not a good place to do this. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes that Wi-Fi bugging. Wi-Fi or like if you have out of parents or just like if you have parents are just like all over the house siblings coming in back and forth I had to cut Mm -hmm. off a lot of parts with that and then like the wind and like if usually if it's hot they have a fan on so I can hear the fan (laughs) and I might have to ask them to turn Mm -hmm. that a little bit down Mm -hmm. um yeah what if the craziest locations (laughs) was either I try to do it in my closet (laughs) or I had to do it in my (laughs) room 
<laughs> no, for real. Me too. <laughs> and then I did it in my, like, I had a table that's like, I had a, a one bunk bed that's like on top and then a desk at the bottom. So people get to see like a little bunk bed. The on top, top of the bunk, yeah. No, for me, um, I literally did the second episode in my mom's closet. <laughs> and then the third episode was at my cousin's house in her room. And I had the door locked, but she has cats. So like the cats were in the room walking around. Um, so that was really funny. And then right now I'm in my lab. So just super random building. <laughs> it's just like we whatever, make it happen. We literally do make it happen. Um but I was about to say, um, this podcast actually just like throughout our personal life experiences, I feel like this podcast has definitely like impacted me and Emma's like personal expectations too. Um, because I feel like this podcast was something me and Lemma we get to say like we did it in our we did it our own and we did it for, like by ourselves. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but for me, it's like when I talk about the podcast, I'm like, yeah, me and my, me and Lemma did that. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh my God, really? I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, yeah. how did you do it? That's a lot of work. And I was like, yeah, we're smart like that. <laughs> no, because listen, like literally if, if it's a lot of work, but if you have your mind to it, if you have your heart in it, if you're passionate about it, it's worth it. The work is worth it. Um, the, the topics regarding the podcast, um, they're not always Islamic. I want to point that out. Mm-hmm. They're not always mm-hmm. Islamic. And me and Lama, I don't know why, but me and Lama always, which is something great. We always find a way to connect it to Islam. So like, Islam. One, so like even like the pre-med stuff, we talked about being immigrants, okay? And then mm-hmm. we brought how Islam connects to the whole like college experience and how that's yeah. like, and I was just kind of like, that's so cool how you can like connect. Like Muslim. The, mm-hmm. the really cool thing about it too is like, you know, I had friends that aren't even Muslim. Friends that like I haven't talked to in maybe years that were like swiping up on my story being like I'm definitely going to give this a listen so like to me that's really awesome because it means like we're really transcending the barriers and like people outside of Islam are listening to our podcast a lot of people outside of Islam are and a lot of our followers are half Muslims and then have just like you know they're not Muslims but they're not just Muslim yeah mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see that it actually gives me like hope it's kind of like people want to learn and people want to understand what goes yeah. on with like the Muslim the Muslim world and how that's like it gives yeah, me a sense definitely. of home. It's really nice. I want to I wanna say, like, anybody who lives in, like, white states or just kind of, like, is struggling with their gene, I hope you can take this podcast to listen because this podcast is not just a place that you can feel like you belong here, but it's also mm-hmm. a source of, like, hope that, like, you know, me and me and Lemma really did that, and you can do it, too. You um, can do it, too, literally. Yeah. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anyone stop you from what you if want. If a girl... Do. If a girl from Wisconsin and a girl from Kentucky can can make this happen, then you can do whatever you want. (laughs) Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to our first season of Muslim Girl in America. We are so, so, so grateful for all of you that stuck with us for the first season. And we are so excited to bring you season two and everything that we have planned. If you like what you heard, check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, TikTok, and check out our website. And we will see you for season two very soon. Bye.